Good morning, and Happy New Year's Eve. It's good to see everybody out today on the last day of 2023. There's no better way to to spend the final day of a year than in worship together. We're going to kind of lean into that idea this morning. Here we are on the last day of the year. Pretty much everything that you were going to do and everything that has happened in 2023 is now behind us. And for a lot of us, 2023 was a life-changing year. Uh, It certainly was for my family, and I know it was for others as well. Some of you got married in 2023. Some of you got engaged in 2023. Some had children. Some lost a spouse in 2023, or someone else close to them. For probably all of us, each year makes a mark on our lives. And when we're at the very end of that year, it gives us the opportunity to think back about what the year had in store for us and how that manifested in our lives. It gives us the opportunity to look at the blank slate, so to speak, of 2024 that lies ahead of us as we wonder what that year may bring. Most often, we never think about some of the drastic changes that a year may bring to us until we're in it. What lies in store for us for 2024, we'll see. But today gives us an opportunity to think back about what this year was, and to think ahead about what 2024 can be. And so as we do that, I want to draw your attention to the theme that we have been considering over the last four months as a congregation. If you think all the way back to September, Keith presented a lesson laying out the theme for this last trimester of the year, Committed Christianity. Now, I'm going to tell you, I've got this title up here on the screen. Last night, Bella was getting ready for bed, and she asked me what my sermon was about this morning, and I told her that my title was Commit to Being Committed in 2024. She gave me one of these. That didn't make any sense. (laughs) I thought that was kind of clever, but she's like, no, that, that didn't make any sense. I was like, well, I'm sorry. And she goes, well, I just hope the sermon is better than the title. So, with that in mind, we're going to get this off the screen, and we're going to move on, because now I'm self-conscious about my title this morning. But, after Keith's lesson in September about the theme for this last trimester of the year, Jeremy and I sat down in his office, and we began to break down that theme using Keith's lesson as our template for that. And he and I made the decision that for each Sunday, for the rest of the year, on Sunday mornings, we were going to present a lesson that was connected to the theme for this trimester. And so what you'll see on the screen behind me is Jeremy's whiteboard in his office. As we brainstormed using Keith's keynote and his lesson that he, he gave to us, and we broke down each of these lessons that we wanted to present over the course of the trimester, and the green check marks represent those lessons being preached. Now that's a lot. That's a lot on this board. And some of those sermons that we preached, we didn't necessarily draw attention to the fact 
that they were connected to the theme, but each one of them was. And I think it's extremely helpful. It has been for me this week as I engaged in what I'm going to ask you to engage in this morning with me, thinking back about this theme and and all of the things that we have studied and all of the things that we have talked about as a congregation over the past few months. Now, all of that is behind us, but let's not forget what the theme was, committed Christianity. Commitment is an ongoing effort. Commitment isn't something that stops as the year ends and a new year and a new theme begins starting next week. Committed Christianity means I'm going to take all of these things that we've studied, all of these things that we've talked about, and I'm going to put them into practice in my life moving forward. That's committed Christianity. And so I want all of us to go through this practice together this morning of looking back on what we have talked about and then thinking of ways in which we are going to put those things into practice in our lives in 2024. And so, as we do that, I'm going to give you the blank slate, and we're going to work through this a little bit as we begin to think of ways in which we can put each of these big headers into practice in our lives. But before we do that, I want to turn your attention to the 37th Psalm. If you'll turn over there with me. This, this is a psalm that has for a long time caught my attention and one that I've referenced back to many times. It's a psalm written by David, and, and largely within this psalm, he's contrasting the wicked or the evil man with the righteous. And as David looks around, he sees wicked people that are excelling in life, wicked people that are wealthy, wicked people that are powerful, and he, he's wondering why, why are these wicked individuals prospering? Uh, but then through this psalm, as he deals with what he sees and what he knows about God, he comes to the realization that while wickedness may prosper for a period of time, the righteous who serve God are the ones that will have the victory. But with that idea in mind, look specifically with me, beginning in verse number 3 of this psalm. And I want you to think about this in relation to the theme that we have been talking about over the past four months. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, and he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light, and your justice as the noonday. You see, this idea of being committed to God, Moment by moment, we may look around and we may see that wickedness seems to be prospering. Wickedness seems to be rewarding those who reject God and turn away from Him. But as David points out here, if you commit your way to the Lord, and if you trust in Him, He will bring forth your righteousness. You will be rewarded for that. 
And so as we think about being committed to God going into 2024, let's never forget the fact that God is a rewarder of those who commit themselves to Him. Feed on His Word. Trust in Him. Dwell with Him. And He will bring forth your righteousness. There's a great reward that awaits all of us if we truly practice ongoing commitment to the Lord. So as you think about the big pillars on the screen behind me, I want to ask you this morning, how are you going to commit yourself to God in 2024? What are you going to do to make your worship and your prayer life more dynamic and more genuine? What steps are you going to take to live more sacrificially, following the example of Christ? You see, these are the kind of questions that we need to be asking ourselves as we enter into a new year. Me and my life and my family and my home, how am I going to commit myself more fully to God? What am I going to do to make sure that my prayer life is strong and vibrant? What am I going to do to make sure that my worship to God is genuine and full of enthusiasm and excitement? See, commitment to God isn't something that's just going to happen. It takes effort on our part. And so each of us, what are we going to do to take all of the things we've talked about in regards to being committed to God and put them into practice so that we can truly be committed Christians in 2024? When it comes to being committed to God through spiritual growth, some questions to ask yourself. How will you commit to moving forward spiritually, giving your all in service to God and to others? We talked about the dangers of remaining stagnant. We need to be pushing forward. We need to be growing, actively involved in growing in our spirituality, growing in our service, both to God and to others. How will you become more spiritually minded in recognizing your deep need for God in 2024? You know, one of the big themes that Jesus deals with as we read about his story in all four gospel accounts, perhaps John, the gospel writer, brings it out more than others, but it's present in every gospel account. Jesus constantly battling with those around him who are thinking and viewing the world strictly through a physical perspective. And Jesus challenges them to see things more spiritually, to rise above the the physical nature that we feel and touch and see around us and view our lives, view eternity the way that God does. What are you going to do in 2024 to become more spiritually minded? What are you going to do to increase your depth of knowledge as it pertains to God's Word? How are you going to draw closer to Him and recognize the emptiness of life without God's presence in it? What are the steps that you are going to take in 2024? What about your family? 
You think about the physical family that you have. What are you going to do to fulfill your role as a mother or a father, a husband or a wife within your home? We, we had lessons that talked about the roles of husbands and wives and mothers and fathers, roles that God designed and gave to us. What are we going to do in 2024 to commit ourselves to fulfilling those roles and living into the purpose that God gave us as mothers and fathers and husbands and wives? What are we going to do to minimize or eliminate the distractions that this world is constantly pestering us with? What are we going to do to establish our priorities within our home? And to make sure that no matter what, we are going to protect those priorities and align those priorities with God. If we don't take active steps in the direction of doing that, the world will make sure that those priorities are replaced. We cannot let that happen. So what are you going to do in your homes to make sure that the priority of serving God of loving others, of growing closer to Him, has its rightful place in your home in 2024. What about our commitment to the lost? How are we going to improve in our efforts to seek the lost the way that Jesus did and to share the gospel every opportunity that we have? It's very easy to be scared away from sharing the gospel with someone because we fear how they may respond or how they may react to us. What are some steps that we're going to take to be more evangelistic in 2024? Individually, each one of us, what can we do? Who, who are we around each day that we can have a positive spiritual influence on? And what are the steps we're going to take to make sure that we have that influence? And that we open the doors of conversation with people that we have an opportunity to talk with. And finally, as we consider the church family, our local body here at Traders Point, what can you do in 2024 to commit yourself to being more of a giver and less of a taker? What can you do to build up someone else in love? What can you do to promote humility and kindness? Are you going to commit yourself to being willing to forgive? To being willing to move on and to focus on doing your part to make this local body of Christians here at Traders Point stronger and more unified? You see, those things aren't going to just happen. They're not going to just happen because Jeremy and I preached on them a few times. It's going to take purposeful action on the part of each one of us for this congregation to remain unified, for this congregation to grow in faith, for this congregation to be a light in this community. Each one of us is going to have to do our part to make sure that the church here continues to grow and to be everything that God wants it to be. When you think about, we, we, we spent quite a bit of time 
in Ephesians chapter 4 and Romans chapter 12 and 1 Corinthians chapter 12, passages of Scripture that specifically talk about the individual talents and abilities that God has given to each of us and the need for the local church to have all of those pieces working together in order for it to be everything that God designed it to be. That means every single person sitting here this morning has to commit to doing your part. We have to commit to examining ourselves and the talents and the abilities and the opportunities that God has given to us and then using them in every way that we can to help the Lord's church grow to help it thrive in this community and to help our faith individually and collectively to grow stronger. What steps are you going to take in each of these in 2024? I would encourage you, jot down some of these questions. If you want this slide, I'd be happy to give it to you. I know the font's probably kind of small. Some of you may have a hard time reading that. I'd be happy to send this to you if that would be of help to you in any way. But give some consideration to these questions and think about tangible ways in which you can respond to these questions going into the new year. We're going to have a new theme. We're going to move on. We're going to be talking about other things. But if we truly want to be committed to Christ, committed to God, it is going to require our ongoing effort, not just in 2024, but in the years beyond as the Lord gives us. You know, I was thinking a lot this week as I was going through some of these questions and, and thinking about the, the last day of the year and the opportunity to speak as, as we conclude a year and how I wanted to kind of tie all of this together and, and bring it to a close. And where I settled is not my words, but God's. And I'm going to ask you to turn with me to 1 Kings chapter 8. In 1 Kings chapter 8, we see here the completion of the temple. Solomon has finished what his father David envisioned and put into motion. Solomon has completed the temple. And 1 Kings chapter 8 tells us about Solomon's prayer that he offers as the temple work is complete and the Ark of the Covenant is brought into that And then beginning in verse number 54, he turns his attention to the people of Israel. And he offers to them a blessing. First, he turns his attention to praise to God for his faithfulness and his steadfastness. And then to the people. And it's these words that I want to leave us with as we conclude 2023. And as I read these, I I want you to put yourself in the place of the Israelites who would have been hearing these words. Because I believe this blessing that Solomon offers is timeless. And it is one that has impacted me as I've read it, and especially as we consider everything that we've talked about this morning. I think it's an appropriate way to bring the year to a close. Beginning in verse number 54 of 1 Kings chapter 8. 
When Solomon had finished all these prayers and supplications to the Lord, he rose from before the altar of the Lord, where he had been kneeling with his hands spread out toward heaven. He stood and blessed the whole assembly of Israel in a loud voice, saying, Praise be to the Lord, who has given rest to his people Israel, just as he promised. Not one word has failed of all the good promises he gave through his servant Moses. May the Lord our God be with us as he was with our ancestors. May he never leave us nor forsake us. May he turn our hearts to him, to walk in obedience to him, and to keep the commands, decrees, and laws that he gave our ancestors. And may these words of mine, which I have prayed before the Lord, be near to the Lord our God day and night, that he may uphold the cause of his servant and the cause of his people Israel according to each day's need, so that all the peoples of the earth may know that the Lord is God and that there is no other. And may your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God, to live by his decrees and obey his commands as at this time. May your hearts be fully committed to the Lord our God. May you live by his decrees and obey his commands going into 2024. Now, Solomon's desire for the people of Israel was certainly noble. I think it should be our desires for each other this morning as well. Our desires for the local body here at Traders Point as we begin a new year and we await whatever is in store for us in 2024. If we fully commit ourselves to the Lord... If we live by his decrees and obey his commands, then the sky is the limit for us in 2024. If we live by his commands and we obey him fully, then the sky is the limit for your family in 2024. The sky is the limit for your personal growth as a Christian in 2024. The sky is the limit as you prepare to teach a Bible class in 2024. The sky is the limit as you seek to influence others in your life in 2024. Just as David saw, as we read in Psalm 37, you may look around and you may see wickedness seeming to excel in this life, but never forget that God rewards the righteous. And for us individually, there is no limit to what we can accomplish. If our hearts are fully committed to the Lord our God, and if we live by his decrees and obey his commands. That should be what all of us are striving to do as we begin a new year. But as we conclude the year and conclude the sermon this morning, I also want you to reflect, as we've been doing some today already, on the life that you have lived and the decisions that you've made and the choices that you've made in the year that is now behind us. 
Are those decisions, are those choices reflective of someone who has committed themselves to God fully? If your life in 2023 was an open book to each of us, would it be obvious that you have chosen to commit yourself to God? Well, my prayer is that it would be, but I also understand for some that may not be the case. And the good news is that we have a God who has been patient and long-suffering, a God who has brought us to the end of another year, waiting for those who haven't yet committed themselves to him to do just that. We don't have a promise that 2024 will begin at midnight tonight. But we do have an opportunity right now to examine our lives and to ask ourselves if we have committed ourselves to God. Is every part of who you are God's? Are you following him? Are you striving to grow spiritually? I hope that you are, and I hope that you continue to do so as long as God gives you breath. But if you're not, and you're ready to make that decision to commit your life to God, to become a child of his, be baptized for the forgiveness of your sins, there's no greater time to do that than right now. If there's anything that we can do to help you, anything that we can do to to help your walk with Christ, please come to the front and let us know how we can help as we stand and sing.